We're having a candid conversation about men and mental health and how we can help in the fight. Come on in, grab a seat, and let's talk about it. My name is Leah Huggins. I'm a wife, a mother, and a proud U.S. Navy veteran. After two tours to Iraq, my husband was diagnosed with PTSD. My world spiraled out of control as fear, anxiety, doubt, and depression took over. I gave my life to Christ, took on a new mindset, and let go of the negativity of my past. I now help wives to find healing, encouragement, and strategy to overcome the effects of PTSD on their daily lives and in their marriage. So come on in and let's talk about it. Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. This is the place where we empower women to support their spouse through PTSD without losing themselves in the process. I'm your host, Coach Leah, and I'm so glad that you joined us today. All right, y'all, so we have a good topic for you today, okay? I'm really excited, all right, because we got somebody special in the building. Today, we're going to be talking about men and mental health, but not just from my point of view, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the building today, okay? We have none other than my husband, Mr. Castillo Huggins, in the building. Give him a warm welcome today. Yay! Welcome, babe. Hey, hey. Well, babe, I'm so glad that I have you here today. You are the very first guest on my podcast, and rightfully so, because what I talk about is our life. So I wanted you to have your voice heard on the podcast as well, because your story is the story. Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. So you have a really unique story, and I always tell the audience that there's just some things that I'm not going to share with them because it's your story to tell. Right. Um, your testimony is amazing. Just, you know, some of the things that you went through and how God has been there with you and brought you through it, you know. So I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Tell them who you are, tell them what you do, and give them a little bit of background. All right. World, um, uh, the husband of this fine lady here, uh, 21 years in the game, oh, uh, ups and downs, but you know, we, we getting through it. Um, uh, have a military background. I retired, uh, after 20 years in the United States Navy, uh, did a couple of tours in Iraq. So, and of course with that, things come with that when they say, uh, some people bring the scars home and we definitely do, you know, wow. for a while. So, uh, we got, uh, Seven lovely kids. Did you tell them our whole background and our daughter? She just joined the Air Force, so we all excited about that. So man, so the baby of the bunch. Exactly. So (laughs) so life has been great. Uh, It's been a challenge, and uh, you know, you just pray and keep pushing through it. That's right. That's right. All right. So today, babe, we're going to be talking about mental health, um, especially from the male point of view. And this really comes from a few conversations that we've had, especially this past week. Um, First of all, just in watching the news, you know, I was very well aware of the amount of coverage that they're giving these days to these news stories about mental health. Um, One of the things that really caught my attention was about how the rate of suicide is on the rise. And they talk about how much, you know, uh, amongst younger people, how the rate seems to be slowly going down. But middle aged people, especially men, it's it's rising in that that demographic. And it's a scary thought, you know. Right. right. Um, Can you speak to the kind of pressure that men are under and how? 
How does that affect their mental health? Uh, I think uh, when they say that middle age mm -hmm. uh, crisis, and, and that's something real because at middle age, you know, at my age, of course, I'm 46 years old. And, you know, as men, this society, they put the cape on the man and say, mm -hmm. you got to be Superman. And sometimes, you know, our expectations are going to you know what reality is really going to give us so yeah yeah so, so that's a tough one that's true this is it's something to think about that you know we think automatically about women and you know how we say i don't need no man and you know right. and, and and being super super women and and we are super and yes we can do life you know uh -huh. with, without a man it is possible it can be done it has been done and i'm sure it will be done in the future um but i I would say that there's nothing like having a man in the house, having that that husband there, that male figure there, not just, you know, for the comfort of a right. woman, but, you know, in raising the kids. Right. Also, men are realizing, hmm. you know, and right now with me and your situation, like mm -hmm. we don't really do gender roles. I don't think it's certain things that, you know, a man should do, you yeah. know, and that's. You know, you shouldn't have to explain it. And, and you know what I'm saying? So, but I think when it comes to uh, nurturing the the whole family as a unit, a man is under a lot of pressure because mm -hmm. reminding us mm -hmm. comes off as, as nagging. Nagin. And, you know, you never know. I, I probably really tried to hit a home with something mm -hmm. and I've came up short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, to hear it again, that, that really bothers a man, because we are prideful and we yeah. have egos, you know what I'm saying? It's like and, you already know, and then we're coming back and right. saying. So, um, so, so most men, oftentimes, you you know, we sit alone and we beat ourselves up enough already, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just like the mental health thing, it was like, especially with the military background, you, you we were just basically, you know, taught to just keep your feelings inside, inside. Mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. they saying now you in your feelings and, and us men, we, you know, we was taught don't cry, mm. you know, unfortunately, like one of my friends, you know, last week, you know, murder suicide mm -hmm. and that's, that stuff is it, scary. And yeah. that's just come from men holding it in, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, that is scary. Right. We, um, I, I remember, uh, what movie is that? Slim, Slim and, Oh, what's the name? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Slim. I want to say Slim Queen Thug. and Slim. Queen and Slim. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. It was a good yeah. movie. But there was a part in that movie where uh, the, the queen, I don't know what mm -hmm. her name was in right. the movie, but she was she was talking to her uncle's girl. And basically, um, the uncle was kind of like a pimp. Right. <laughs> so he had a bunch of women around him. But I remember um, in the movie, the girl, she was asking um, the the other woman, why, why do you like him so much? Or why do you put up with this stuff? That's what it was. Right. Why do you put up with this stuff? And the answer she gave us, you know, outside in the world, he's nothing. So when he comes home, he has to be the king. Right. He has to be. Right. And that is that touched me because I'm like, yeah, that that's true. Outside in the world, they right. they got to fight to prove who they are out there. And having to come home and do the right. same thing, exactly. that's a lot of pressure. And, and a, a lot of people, and I ain't going to say women, but some men and women, they, they don't get that. Like, uh, I think, man, we was having a conversation last year on the porch, mm -hmm. and I, you know, mm -hmm. and 
I told you, when you treat me good, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like Superman when I'm out there because right. I like my wife got my back. I, yeah. I just feel like your confident level is up. You like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a people magnet. People like you. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like that home. So when I'm like that home, I can go out there and, and hold my head up and be confident right. Right. because I'm like, it's all right. At home, you know. right. So, um, like for the case of military, a, a lot of stuff I have, of course, is based in military because right. that's where we come from. But um, I, I look at some of the initiatives that the military has for the family. And one thing I will say is that the military, they do have a lot of programs that are in place because they understand that that service member that has that family life intact, if they have everything that they need, if they have access to all all the resources that they that they need, they know that that military member is going to perform better. They're going to they're going to be. Um, I guess a higher asset, a more valuable All asset, right. because you can't do your job and wonder what's going on, you know, right. back at home. You can't, you can't, you can't right. be a hundred percent. And, and, and they <laughs> they just starting to implement that now. Like yeah. me, no the dinosaurs, they didn't care, you know, like wow. you go and don't worry about it. They, yeah. they didn't care. And they'll yeah. tell you like your family, if they didn't come in your sea bag. So they like, wow. it's straight business. We don't care about your home life. Wow. And, and, and we was, I mean, it was, it was never, you know, brought to us that, yeah, that's something you can talk about. It's, it, it was all the time that, you know, people had, you know, problems on the home front mm-hmm. and it's hard to do your job mm-hmm. on the other side of the world thinking about, you know, what are my wife doing? Right, Is right. she taking care of the house good and all that, you know, or what my husband doing while he's that's away. Right. So, yeah, that's I mean, right. so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and I know we talked about how men are under stress um, and, you know, and, and everybody's under stress, but especially men as well. Um, what would you say are the top three things that men worry about just in general? Okay. What are the top three things? OK. First, I, I say uh, provision, being able to provide for his family, mm-hmm. you know, so that so security. Yeah. So, you know, we want everybody to be good. Um and, and I guess it all tied in, but it, it's it's provisions or money. Mm-hmm. Uh, men, we have egos. Uh, sex, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> money, sex, and being successful. Okay. You know. Okay. So basically, yeah. you know, provide for our family, relationship, mm-hmm. and and being successful wow. in, in the eyes of the the household and and you know society. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's right. good. Um, so what are the most common misconceptions um, about men and mental health? Uh, you're weak. You know, that's mm-hmm. one like you're weak. Mm-hmm. Most people, most men tend to just uh, shut down and, instead of, you know, expressing exactly mm-hmm. how we're feeling at that moment and, and, and what made us felt that way. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people in marriage, of mm-hmm. course, like me, like if I make, if you feel some type of way, mm-hmm. those are your feelings. Yeah. And you have a right to feel your way. You know, yeah. I dare, who am I to say, why do you feel that way? That's true. Those That's are true. your feelings, you know? Right. So I can't conquer and like, get get over it. Why, why are you feeling like that? Yeah. You yeah. know, those are your feelings, you know? 
That's, That's very true. You know? And it, it's good to be able to express Mm-hmm. express the feelings to each other right. and to to talk about things. Um, I always find that it's easier to deal with a harder topic when we're in a place where we're not, where that's not the main thing right. going on. Right. It's easier to deal with the hard things in marriage when we could just sit down and just talk about it. Or even if we out on a date to the right. dollar store, right. Right. <laughs> Walmart, Walmart right. dates, and we talk about it just riding in the car. But in the moment, where you know after it's been bottled up and mm-hmm. and we having a moment we we not yeah it, it's getting get, ugly get get heated that, yes yeah, yes so, so yeah it's, it's definitely it's just like I think for me and you mm-hmm. I'm telling you this face to face lady so <laughs> so you know allow me to feel how I want to feel because yeah. that's my feeling I have to allow you to feel the way you feel right. like I cannot say why are you feeling like this yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I did something yeah. to feel, you know, a little discomfort or, or mm-hmm. regret or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, you can't do anything about it. Those are my feelings. And, and let me have them. Men are just ridiculed for, mm-hmm. you know, back then. Now, you know, therapy, you know, like when I talk to my therapist, it, it, it feels uh, it feels great because uh, they make you think about some of the underlying issues, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you like, maybe this is making you feel like this. Or mm-hmm. maybe this is, is the real problem. So men, therapy, therapy, they're going to show you stuff, yeah. they're going to uncover some stuff and and you're mm-hmm. going to repress yourself, you know, yeah. when, when you're talking to somebody often. That's, that's a good point to make as well, because um, we talk a lot about the PTSD doesn't cause all the problems in the relationship. A lot of stuff ends up, being highlighted because of course the PTSD is about um, not being able to regulate your emotions. Right. You know, that's what it boils down to not right. being able to regulate those emotions. And, you know, there's explosive arguments and we lash out at each other. But th- that was the point that I was making mm-hmm. that um, there could be stuff that is underlying. So we may be fighting about a pot on the stove, but that's not the real fight. That's right. not the real issue. Right. So that goes back, you know, to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So that that was a good point to make. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we talk all the time on this show about trauma and how just by living life, you know, people experience trauma in, in a bunch of different ways. And that trauma, you know, it's not just from going to war, you know, your background, your childhood, all the things that you can experience in life, even your work environment, you know, it, right. it can be traumatizing to you. Um, so can you tell us about your journey with mental health and how it has impacted your life? Like, tell me about, tell me about your journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I think it was probably maybe seven or eight years ago, you, you know, uh, right before I'm getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think you recognize some stuff way back in 2002 wow. that, that I changed, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you do a lot of stuff to match. Like, of course, yeah, I went to war. Mm-hmm. I, I've been battling, you know, that pressures and the, the nightmares and the dreams and all that, that come with it. But also, like you said, the work environment, you know, yeah. like, I worked in a <laughs> uh, Caucasian-dominated field, you okay. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was times that we weren't treated on un- well, we were treated unfairly often. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking yeah. about any anything from they calling 
us niggas tying nooses, everything. You know, mm-hmm. I seen it all in in the military. Yeah. So so all of my scars, uh, not just from war, but it's just you know, uh, being under someone's thumb and toxic work environment, and and it goes back to wanting to provide for your family. Have you checked out the PTSD Wives Handbook? This book is for the wife whose spouse has survived trauma and is now navigating through mood swings, flashbacks, and mishandled emotions. PTSD can create a toxic home environment and cause a divide in the closest and most meaningful relationships. As a caretaker, the PTSD wife is finding herself at the receiving end of anger, aggression, and constant negativity. This can create a personal, mental, and spiritual health crisis for her. In this book, Coach Leah uncovers the hidden wounds of trauma and the effects that it can have on your relationship. Based on biblical principles, she teaches you the tools and resources that are needed to handle stressful situations and to seek help from the Lord and foster a deeper relationship with Him. By reading this book and putting the principles into action, you're going to learn how to take control of your life and grab hold of the power that lies within. Grab your copy of the PTSD Wives Handbook today by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, back to the show. So a lot of times, you know, I, I stay quiet, and especially service members, you know, they thinking, all right, you got some bombs dropped on me. Yeah, that happened to me too, but it was also, it's like having you constantly under fire because you being oppressed, it, it's ongoing. So so uh, the, the medicine work, uh, you got to pray all the time, you know what I'm saying? One of my friends, you know, like, and, and me, like, we don't like to sit with our back to the door, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, large crowds, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, you know, like, uh, you having a panic attack, mm-hmm. like me, like, I, I don't like just loud stuff, like, like music, for mm-hmm. instance. I'm like, can you turn that down? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just like, cause if I can't, hear what's going on I, like i'm missing something if the music's too loud i mm-hmm. i can't see if this guy got a gun or a pistol or something mm-hmm. you know like our minds you know roll like that like i need it to be quiet so i can you know i can function I, you know <laughs> what i that that's a revelation to me because i always thought you just didn't like my music because <laughs> right? no, no. I, I i am the one i love right, right. i love to crank it up and, and i and i used to but like yeah after a while and, and after coming back man i just like and it was just like so loud at times, you know, wow. over the 20. And I'm like, I don't even like just blaring music because yeah. I'm like. You can't be aware of your surroundings. It, it's, it's, taking away, it's taking away from, you know, me, me being, you know. Wow. That's revelation for me. I yeah. did not know that. I, <laughs> I thought you were just hating on my music. No. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, that's good. Was there something else? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's about mm-hmm. it. But, you know, it's just like don't like being in large crowds. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you feel like you you about to have a panic attack. Where were we going somewhere? I think I think just like with Maya Trip, yeah, and and the music loud, and I'm yeah. like, you know, because we were somewhere new, it, yeah, it, we were somewhere new, uh-huh. and then like I wasn't in control, yeah, and like you enjoying y'all just like he worried about his phone and the music, <laughs> and I'm like having a panic attack over here, like you shut were, up, you everybody, were. you know, I'm like, you were. yeah, you know what I'm saying, so yeah. it's just like yeah. new environments and. and and we have to feel that we in control. So, um, but one thing that I always teach um, is that as a wife, it's not our job to fix the husband. 
Um, you Say know, that again. Okay. As the wife, <laughs> as the wife, it is not our job to fix our husbands. Um, but there are some things, you know, that we can do to support you right. while you're on this journey. Um, can you give me just a few things that a wife should know about dealing with a husband that has PTSD? Like uh, in what ways can a wife be supportive to her husband um, that may be dealing with issues okay. with their well, mental health? It, well, know the love language one and what mm. comes that man down. Uh, if you know, uh, ladies, if you have a, a significant other that suffers from PTSD, say the words, are you okay? Mm. You know, sometimes, you know, some days I'm walking in, you like, baby, how are you feeling today? Are you mm-hmm. okay? And I know what you're referring to. Right. How, am, how am I doing mentally? Right. Because, you know, it, uh, you have, you keeping an eye on me because right. you know, some of the triggers and, and, and my moods before I get there. So, so ladies, the best thing you can do, articulate, mm-hmm. you know, are you okay? How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you may be surprised about what you hear, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that's the biggest thing. Like mm-hmm. say, communicating, just ask questions, you know, yeah. just ask questions. So tell me, um, I want to know what healing look like for you. I know healing is a process and it's a constant process. So we're always in the process of healing. Um, but tell me about the things that you've tried and what stuck. Um, like what have you found that really works for you? Uh, what works for me, uh, is admitting that you have a problem, you mm. know, with, with that. Okay. And you're going to have some good days yeah. and bad days, but you got to admit that you have a emotional problem. You know, yeah. you, you suffer from a, a mental, you know, disorder mm-hmm. and it comes and goes. So, and, uh, with that, like I said, I talk to myself because mm-hmm. sometimes you got to talk yourself out of the rut and it's good to have someone to talk to. So like right. therapy, I mean, that, that, that's a, a great outlet. So. Yeah. And that could just be like me and you talking t- together. Mm-hmm. Like when you say, are you okay? That's mm-hmm. therapy right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you giving me a chance to express, you know, what I'm feeling. So, right. so, and it's just, um, keeping yourself busy, you know, yeah. your body, you, you only have one body. So try to, you know, take care of it and, mm-hmm. you know, and know that you have a problem and try your best not to inflict your feelings on others. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Try your best. Like you are probably the only person that I know that I'm having a bad day. And maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, my fishing buddies, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we, we fish Mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I have done it, you know, and we sit out there fish and we talk each other back up. You know what I'm saying? So that's good. So your circle matters. Yeah. 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 Your your circle definitely matters. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just. Yeah. That that's my healing, like knowing there's a problem mm-hmm. and knowing that uh it's okay to ask for help, mm-hmm. you know, in those times. So yeah. and that keeps me, you know, on on, on the uh, the top side mm-hmm. more than on the low side. So yeah. what I hear is being honest with yourself. Right. When you, you have say to. know that you have a problem, it's accepting, you mm-hmm. know, and, and not not um den- denying you right. know that be real about your feelings and right. because it's it's so important cuz people people 
delay, I guess that's the word, they Mm -hmm. delay their diagnosis because they don't feel like it's anything wrong, especially women. Mm -hmm. Um, We we might not feel, we might, you know, think it's just, oh, it's just life. I just got to roll with the punches. But no, that's, it's very important to be honest with yourself about what's going on Mm -hmm. and what you're feeling and knowing how to process that therapy definitely is is something to do that Um, and you have to give yourself time you know because i had to learn to say no because people will just use you to there's nothing else so sometimes (laughs) you're like okay I'm, i'm already dealing with my issues the only person that's you know, inquiring, am I okay? It's my wife. You know, yeah. all these people I deal with and, and my fishing buddies, they, mm-hmm. they know, you know, my comrades, you know, we, we kind of know we can read each other, but right. the rest of the world is just like, take, mm-hmm. take, give yeah. me this. And you like, hey, man, yeah. you know, I'm having a, a bad day, but, yeah. you know, they don't have, you know, the, the, the sense to talk to you, right. uh, you know, and give you what you need. That, like you said, your circle is important. It if is. you can't talk to, Somebody on a serious level, they just mm-hmm. around, you know That's what I'm saying? That's right. You know, <laughs> They're serving right. no function. No, no function. Just being around. Right. Wow, wow. Now, um, you are and have been for years on a health kick. And when I... The amount of new stuff that I've seen, new products, new new stuff that I just, it's new to me. It may right. not be new, but right. it's new to me. Um, I said I, I wanted to start recording some of this stuff that we do because mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to try it because you try it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked about that already, but you had me trying to wash my mouth out with the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I wish I had that on tape because that was horrible. But anyway, my point is um, I wanted to talk about how being well physically helps with your mental health. Tell me about that journey for you, because I noticed that's you, you've oh. always been in shape and, right. and taking care of stuff, but you've been on it um, as far as the mental well-being, uh, mental health. Well, I, well, if you look good, you kind of feel good. So that's okay. where it, st- it starts from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like they say, if a man show up in a Corvette, but he's fat, he got to get out of that Corvette <laughs> at some point. You see what I'm saying? What does so, that mean? Wait. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If a fat man driving a Corvette... <laughs> You know, he the Corvette gonna turn heads, not him. You know what I'm wow. saying? So treat your treat your body like uh, that fancy car you want yeah, because yeah. that car you can total that car out. Yeah. You can also total your body out. So just yeah. you know, spend some time. You know, and, and that's the best analogy I can get it for. You know, <laughs> from a man's point of view. You know, right. what I'm saying like you know, yeah. so you know, our cars are. are Oh, I'll, I'll temper most men. They love their cars, but you uh-huh. don't love yourself like you love your car. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's good. So just that's good. put yeah. a little extra polish on it or something. You yeah. Know? So the working out, of course, and getting in shape is definitely good for your 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 ego, for your your emotional well being. Um, your body is a foundation. All right. That's where your mental health starts because if you're not feeling good. You know, right, physically. If, if you don't feel good in your body, that affects you mentally as right. well too. And and sometimes like it, it's it's not a ego thing for for lifting. It's like sometimes I work out so I don't have to cry. You know, I got wow. built up. You know, frustration and stuff, and it's yeah. it's just an outlet. It's you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a release. You know, yeah. so and I'm like, if I think you should do something that sucks every day. 
Okay, you I know, like that <laughs> because it's gonna build you up. You should do something that, right. like, do I want to go to the gym? Yeah. No, sometimes yeah. I do, and most of the times I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. I'm like, it, it's good for you. You know That's what I'm saying? Right. That's and right. your mental health it gets yeah. it gets me going. You know, mentally. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, or I'll just drag all day. Like, oh, right. wow, you ain't really wow. accomplishing anything. I I can remember um, a couple months ago, I think we were both having a moment, just not feeling great. And we got up and we went for a walk. And when the walk was over, you said, I'm glad we did that. I needed that right. today. You all know, right. and sometimes that's all it is. I, I like to do that. Those it, those are like dates. Yeah. Anytime we can get out and be, you know, by ourselves, it's, it's our date. Business time. meeting. <laughs> Business yeah. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and I really think that's a good way, like you say, to um. Number one, spend time together. And that, that's working on your relationship. Right. And that's therapy. Because like that's when therapy. I'm walking and talking to you, I'm just like, that's why I was like, yeah. I was probably close to one of those episodes. And then wow. we just got up and went for a walk that morning. Yeah. And that just, that's good. and that talk and, and at that time, it was just, you know, all that I needed. So. Wow. Wow. Well, we about finished almost. This has been such a good conversation. Um, as a closing thought, I want you to define what mental wellness looks like to you in this stage of life. Okay. In this stage of life, uh, mental wellness for me is just uh, awareness of oneself, just mm-hmm. being, being aware of oneself. Uh, mm-hmm. Every day is not going to be sunshine. Mm-hmm. And one thing about it, it's going to rain one day. So it's not if mm-hmm. it's going to rain. It's going to rain one day. When? It's going to yeah. rain. Mm-hmm. So just prepare yourself physically and mentally and pray, you know, and yeah. and, and be prepared because it's, the rain's coming. So mm-hmm. the rain mm-hmm. is coming. So and it's just how, you know, you deal with it when it comes. So That's good, babe. Well, I have really enjoyed this conversation and I'm really glad that you joined us today. All right. All right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is so important to the community and, you know, to the nation as a whole, because mental health affects us all. All right. Baby, I just want to thank you. Thank you for coming on my show. You were my first guest. All right. Get some sugar. (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) There's a coupon for you. Oh. So um, I'll definitely have to have you back on again as a guest, you know, because this is a good conversation this is something that we can continue because it, it's there's so many aspects to it okay just just get with my manager <laughs> okay well you guys i appreciate you all for listening today and i want you to be sure to join us next week and every tuesday for another good conversation okay and bring a friend sis don't be stingy Okay, (laughs) be sure to check out the show notes for more information. All right. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on social media at I am Coach Leah and even reach out to me with your questions, your testimonies, your ideas for shows or whatever it is that you want to talk about. All right. Well, you guys, that is my time for today. But as always, I want you to be encouraged, be empowered and be blessed. Peace, y'all.